coming to the ring by way of Knoxville, Tennessee. This is Team No DQ, baby. Oh, we just not back. Okay, my name is Adrian. My name is Big. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Okay. oh no, I didn't. They know who the fuck it is. We're back, <laughs> baby. We got Monday Night Raw. January 11th, 1999, Manhattan Center is the very first Monday Night Raw because we're creeping up on the 30-year anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Is it going to be good? Who the fuck knows? Was this good? I think we fucking know. Uh, this scored a 2.5 rating. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> people talk about the old days being better. Damn it, 2.5 rates. Pretty shit. Uh, this was in the Grand Ballroom at the Manhattan Center Studios, and this was the first ever Raw aired live on the USA Network. Um, and this is the first episode of Raw in general, so I mean, what do you really expect anyways? But nonetheless, let's get into the show. The show starts with the, the fog-laden picture of the Empire State Building, and then it comes down to Sean Mooney. Sean Mooney's standing here at the the gate, and he's basically not letting Bobby the Brain Heenan in. And, you know, Bobby the Brain Heenan, blah, 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 I want to get in here. I'm, I'm trying to watch the very first Raw. They're hyping up. They're trying to hype the show, saying it's a must-see. It's sold out. Everyone needs to be in here. Was it sold out? Most likely not. They lie about everything. Um, but your commentators tonight, Mr. McMahon, Macho Man Randy Savage, and some local DJ bitch, Rob Bartlett, who has no fucking idea what wrestling is. Uh, like, literally, the guy is damn near slow when it comes to it. Uh, but we get to the first match of the night, and the first match of the night is Coco Beware. Poor guy. Yeah, against, Poor guy. against uh, Yokozuna, or as Rob Bartlett would say, Yokozuma. Because he's a fucking idiot. Um... Man, Coco Beware just got his ass beat. That, that's really all it was. I mean, anything stuck out to you guys? It wasn't just watching Coco Beware get his, get his shit knocked in? Uh, no, not really. I mean, Yakuzuna, you know, he, he carries himself how he fucking looks at big sack of shit. <laughs> Y'all rest his soul. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? He he goes in, works the match, obviously. Beats Coco Beware. And I think, uh, well, this was way before his, his tower run. But just asserting his dominance as, you know, the big – Sumo wrestler. Yeah, at this time, uh, Bret Hart was the champion, so Yokozuna was kind of waiting, waiting the wings. It definitely seems like he was being pushed a little bit hard because, like they said, he'd never been knocked down before, and I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy and interesting yeah. to hear. Yeah, they're, they're pushing the shit out of the dude, and, I mean, Coco Beware got, he got a few good drop kicks in. Coco Beware was a big deal in, like, 1990 and yeah, 80s. Uh, but as far as... You know, as far as 1993, his his ship has kind of sailed. You hold any titles back then, or? Uh, I think maybe tag championship. Okay. Um, Coco Beware. He's from Union City, Tennessee, though. He ain't that far away. That's all right. That far away. But I don't think he had any titles when he was there. Maybe a tag title with Owen Hart. Mm -hmm. I think that's all he had. He had a tag title with Owen Hart. But besides that, he just he needs that he needs that damn thing. Kind of related. Everybody he tags with is, is dead. So put that out there. Owen's dead. He tackled one of the Von Erics. All of them are dead. So, uh, but now he, uh, he, but he is, he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Uh, quick fun fact: Mr. Fuji's work at the mall in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, he was a ticket taker for East Town. Is he still alive? No, he's dead. R.I.P. Mr. Fuji was a good ticket taker. Yeah, yeah. you do. 
Nice guy. You saw my napkin one time. I'll never forget you. Uh, but Yokozuna wins after hitting the uh, bonsai drop. Puts his full ass into, into <laughs> Kofi Beware's chest. The three count in the match. It was three minutes and 45 seconds. Um, I gave it a two. The shit was entertaining. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was funny watching yeah, his uh, big, We scaled the matches one through five. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he said two. I'll go two as well. It's just like you said, a squash match. Yokozuna beat the shot of Kofi Beware. So that's pretty much all I got out of it. Yeah, it was a pretty good match to me, but yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I give it a two. Uh, afterwards, we have Bobby Heenan. He does a little promo for his um, promo for his new protege, mm-hmm. the narcissist. He calls him Narcissus, but it's Lex Luger. I think it's probably called Narcissus because Bobby Heenan had a really bad list. So you just watch him here, fucking my fiftieth over and over again. Probably some sick shit that Vince was into. He's into a lot of sick shit, obviously. <laughs> Um, but nonetheless, he does a little promo. He's talking shit about Mr. Perfect, talking about how Narcissus is going to come and beat the shit out of him, whatever, whatever. We get into our next match. It's the Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott, against the Executioners, which was Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy. Who's that, you ask? Fucking exactly. Um, this <laughs> match was as one-sided as it could get. It was a fucking massacre for the Executioners. No pun intended. Uh, who, uh, Rick, he's the big brother, right? Rick, yeah, he's, he's uh, Braun Breaker's dad. Okay, so, yeah, pretty much uh, Rick Steiner is beating the dog shit out of both Dwayne and Barry. I mean, Scott, he's, he's getting the spots, you know, on the outside. You know, anybody, anytime uh, one of the bros out, he's beating the shit out of him, throwing him back in. Uh, Scott, he gets a little bit of ring time momentarily, but uh, it's, it's mostly Rick. You hear the dog barks in the crowd. Dude was fucking laying fucking hands in, too. Yeah, yeah, they, they were stiffing the shit out of him. <laughs> But uh, they, they had a nice double-team move at the end. I'll say uh, electric chair, face buster. Yeah, I've heard they call it something like that. But, yeah, no no love here for the executioners. Uh, Stein Brothers pick up the easy dub that took only three minutes. Exactly. Stein Brothers let that shit in. There was one moment where I don't know which executioner is. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, he gets thrown into the ropes and he fucking trips and like hits his face on the middle rope and yeah, like you can see Rick's pissed off and Rick like kicks him in the face like three times, throws him back into the ropes and lays a fucking talk about lays a fucking clothesline into him, like really lays it into him. Are they still alive, the executioners? Um Barry Hardy's probably dead, but Dwayne Gill is alive. Um But I will say uh that, that move is called the Steinerizer, is what they okay. call it the Steiner it's all right, move. I yeah, don't perform that again. Barry Hardy. <laughs> I'm going to find out. Barry Hardy? Barry Hardy's still alive. Hmm. It looks like that. It looks like the Forsaken Steiner, where they fucking Tiger King. <laughs> the fucking Tiger King. Um, now, I give this one a, it's like a two and a half. It was more entertaining than the opening match. And honestly, yeah. watching the Steiners kick the shit out of somebody is, is always going to be fun. Yeah, I, I'll go too as well, just on the entertainment aspect. You got a little tag team action, which you rarely see back then. So, I mean, it was, was kind of cool. But yeah, Dork, Dork was in the crowd, too. Yeah, I'd probably give it a, probably give it a three. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the move at the end is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So. That's a 2K tag team move for yeah, <laughs> that the fucking truth. Um, we also have the Razor Ramon interview with Vince McMahon. He comes out talking about how he beat the shit out on heart and, uh, you know, really playing into that gangster character. Vince McMahon is – Kind of in like I don't know. I'm tired of fucking hearing his voice. Uh, the commentary is so bad this show. 
Like, it's really fucking annoying. There's a few, like, good one-liners here and there. Bartlett talking about dipping some of his ass was because of amphitheater. <laughs> uh, he calls them big-butted oriental, which you can't get away with now, obviously. Um, yeah, there's some good spots there. They were talking about commentary. Mike Tyson uh, impersonation was kind of fucking weird. Uh, but nonetheless, there's this in-ring interview, and it's leading up to Royal Rumble 1993, and he's interviewing him about this match with Bernhardt. And there's something that I thought was a good little character thing with Razor Ramon, making him sound dangerous, where he tells Bernhardt, there's nothing that you, I know, you know, you defending your brother. It's not that you don't want to defend him. You can't, you can't defend him. And you won't. And uh, I'm like, all right, that's a sack of shit from Canada. That, hey, that was, yo. That's good <laughs> shit. That's, he calls him the hitman, which I was like, all right, fucking playing into that accent. I'm pretty damn heavy, but all right. Um, but yeah, and then we get the next match, Shawn Michaels. Versus Max Moon for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. This was the most competitive match the entire fucking night. Makes sense because you got one of the best fucking wrestlers of all time in it. Um, great moves though. Like they they had some good chemistry. I mean, like getting nice arm drags and and super kicks and outside splashes and Sean was selling his ass off. Like it was a it was a good match. Sean Michaels versus Max Moon. I have zero idea who Max Moon is. Somewhere I don't know who Damien Demento is. But neither here or there. Uh, Sean Michaels, he comes out. He's fucking pleading the crowd. He's giving this whole sexy boy gimmick. He's kissing at the young teenagers in the front row. Sorry, R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> he looks at the camera a couple times during the match. This face has broken up plenty of homes. Like, good God almighty. It was good. Vince, Vince, he hates this shit. I look at that self-centered son of a bitch. He's giving <laughs> Sean Michaels all the business on commentary. But nevertheless, Max Moon tried. I mean, it ain't like he wasn't trying. It was just shy. You know, he's he's the champion here. He's he's giving a little ground and pound punches. He's playing with him. I, I told Vic, like, we have to do a match. Just super kick the fucker and get over it already. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, the super kick wasn't even damn finishing move. The back body drop is what put Max Moon away. But, Which was shocking. To yeah, me. very, very shocking. Uh, Shawn Michaels, he, he kind of played with his food here, if you get that reference. But he, he did come out with the win. So, uh, yeah, that's all he got. Yeah, uh, Shawn Michaels was was over for being a cocky asshole. Yeah, cocky and, son of a bitch. And Max Moon got way more offense than he thought he was going to get, to yeah. be fair. But in Connell Championship, that's the workers' title. And he came out here and he fucking worked. And Shawn Michaels has broken up plenty of homes. I'm, 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 I'm positive <laughs> he definitely has. That's not a false statement. Especially in 93. Especially in uh, 93. Is Max Moon, uh, is he Latin? He's like a, so, dressed like it, a it, so, it, No, interesting. interesting. Originally, Max Moon was Conan. Oh, shit. And Conan no showed. Conan wanted more money, no show. Oh, damn. So uh, the Brooklyn Brawler was actually in this match. Max Moon. As Max Moon. Max Moon, you sack of shit. Conan, <laughs> you piece of shit. But me and Conan both agree on a lot of things as far as AEW. It's a fucking spot fest. But that's not the point. The point is, yeah. So he no show. They put Brooklyn Brawler in there. And they're like, all right, Brooklyn, we're out there. So I have this. So he was in TNA this whole time. We want more money. Huh? All right, Conan. <laughs> fucking Conan, man. It's how he rolls. Uh, may I give this match a, it's like a three? 
the most yeah. action. It was the most competitive match of the night. Yeah, most competitive. I was, yeah, I, I can see that. I'll, I'll go. I'll go two and a half. So I'll give the next match a better grade. Yeah, I'd probably say uh, two and a half. It was probably like you said the most competitive match of the night. But some of the spots was a uh, drug out, like you said. So yeah. maybe the two point five. Next up, we got the Undertaker, Paul Heyman against Damian Demento. <laughs> or Paul Heyman, Paul Barrett. Same difference. Both of them are fat. We do this last show. We said the same fucking thing. Uh, both fat motherfuckers, no matter. Um, one's dead. RP, my boy Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Paul Barrett's still alive. Yeah. No, no, in my heart, Paul Barrett's still alive. <laughs> Paul Heyman's been dead for a while. Don't matter. He's financially dead. Bankrupt pup. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Undertaker. And yes. Paul Bear, Damien Demento. Damien Demento. Uh, you you sit here at home where you listen to this podcast where you're making love to a woman. Mm-hmm. And you say, I wonder who Damien Demento is. Uh name is Paul Theus. Like Gene Snitsky. Yeah, he <laughs> oh, ain't doing it. He retired in 2001. Good, good. He didn't last long. <laughs> uh, his other name used to be Mondo Phil. Damien Demento is probably the best out there, too. I don't know what he's doing now. Vince McMahon said. He's a sculptor. He's a fucking <laughs> sculptor now. When Paul Bear was coming to ring that man said, who's that with the margarita shaker? Like, <laughs> classic. He's a classic man. Uh, man, you know, I, I'll give Damien the mental points. He has the coolest uh, build from. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, build from parts unknown. Build from Kentucky, whatever the fuck. He has two places that I think are pretty fucking cool. Built from man's deepest fear mm-hmm. and built from the outer reaches of your mind. I don't know the fuck that means, but it sounds cool. So that's that's uh that's Damien Demento. Mm-hmm. And uh we get OP Undertaker. Mm-hmm. No cell, sit <laughs> up, beat the fuck out of you, Undertaker. Yeah. Um, y'all slots on this. Uh like, like you said. He comes out, Demento comes out, he hits Undertaker like literally two punches that doesn't do shit. Undertaker literally just drags his ass to the corner, performs the old school move. Uh, they have a little spot where they're running turnbuckles. Demento hits a nice shoulder block, knocks the big man off his feet. Undertaker, in Undertaker fashion, sits the fuck up like in two seconds. Yeah, like, <laughs> in who the fuck seconds. do you think you are? Gets up, he does the, uh, the clothesline spot. Fucking tombstone. He didn't catch him at all. Like, Demento probably landed on his neck. Yeah, Demento probably retired for a reason. Let's talk to new fucking The dad. kids in the front row were scarred for life because Undertaker performed one of the most fucking scariest, horrendous tombstones of all time. Fucking flip that hair up. veins around his eyes and yeah, shit. See. And then, the, no, the, the, the best moment's not even in the fucking match. It's when he goes back to choke Sam Damien Demento, a fucking bear grabs his hair and like, hey, 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 oh, stop it, he's already dead. Yeah, um, grab that, grab that urn real quick. Oh, yeah, he said, oh, here you go, let's go back. Um, I'll go back and play poker and drink some Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. Um, match was two minutes and 26 seconds. The match previous was 10 minutes and 30 seconds. So the pacing of the show is different. Yeah. But I give it a three, shit, I was... Fun for me to watch. Yeah, I'll go three and a half as well. It was just uh, the fact Undertaker, he was so fucking over, like, damn near unbeatable. Like, you playing this bastard on 2K22 on Legend mode. <laughs> this, <laughs> this shit was so good, God. Like, he's young, you know what I mean? I mean, people talking about it. He got one of the, the most iconic characters in WWE history doing it so long, consistent. For 30 you know years. I mean? Yeah, there wasn't no soft version of Undertaker ever. So, I, yeah, I give it three and a half. RP to Pumper. 
Yeah, I'd probably give it a three because it was like Undertaker was so iconic back then, and he just like you said, OP, and it was just a pretty good solid match too. So give it a three. And we haven't done a little bit, but if we did a death count, we got Zuna, Dead, Fuji, Dead, Paul Bear, and Dwayne Gill. Uh, Dwayne Gill's still alive. Was it Barry Hardy? Are they both alive? Um, but at the very end of the show, well, we'll count yeah, Scott Steiner or Scott uh, Scott Hall, yeah. Ramon. We're also gonna count Doink. Doink's dead. Yeah, he's dead as shit. Yeah, extra dead. Um, and then Bobby the Brain Heaton's dead. That's the whole cast, ain't it? Shit. Macho Man's dead. Yeah, it's commentary. Macho Man's dead. Uh, afterwards, we got Crush come out for an interview. He's dead. Yeah. And then the dark match, he fights Bam Bam Bigelow. He's, He's dead. dead. That's nine people dead. And this shit was only a 30-minute show. Right. Dark times. Dark, dark times. times. Dark times in 9-3. Dark times in 9-3. Nonetheless, let's go ahead and get to our awards. But before we do, we got a quick word from our sponsor. Do you ever go to the gym? I do. Occasionally, I like to. Do you ever need something to get that pick-me-up, that nice pre-workout, something to get you going, get you moving, get you oh, feeling yeah. right? Usually, I prefer cocaine. But well, we, we can't do cocaine here in the States, whereas Ramon did, but we can't do cocaine here in the States. If you want that body, you want to look like fucking Shawn Michaels in 1993, you can make that face, you can make that body, ruin a lot of homes. You need to go to medicnutrition.com and use the promo code no DQSNODQS for 10% off your first order. If you want to break up homes, like I want to break up homes. We all want to break up some homes. All right, all right. Add a few tallies on our check marks. What the fuck? You go use the promo code no DQs, N O D Q S for 10% off your first order. After you get your pre workout, go ahead and get your protein powder. You gotta get big. You gotta look right. Don't get big like your Kazuna. Fat <laughs> fuck. Get big like somebody else. Come out here looking like a Steiner. Oh, yeah. Have bitches barking at you. <laughs> Medicnutrition.net. It's a dot net, not a dot com. We're not with that communist shit. Dot net. Use the promo code NODQS for 10% off your first order. Hell yeah. And after you go ahead and leave a five star review, let them know that we fucking sent you. Because that's what we do. Thank you. Now, what are our awards? Match of the night. Match of the night, I will say Undertaker versus uh, that sad guy, Damien Demento. Undertaker is over. He's fucking powerful. He's in God mode right now. Anytime Paul Bear has that urn anywhere in the vicinity of Undertaker, he's unbeatable. Mm. Besides CM Punk. But <laughs> Undertaker, Damian Demento, match of night. It was only two fucking minutes long. What says you, sir? I'd probably say Undertaker versus uh, Damian, too, because, like you said, Undertaker was so over at this time. Like, everything was perfect. They had everything right, and he was just a killer, so. I'm agree with you guys, um, Undertaker and Damian Demento. Uh, you know, re- originally, the more I was thinking about it, I was, I've seen the show before, so mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, I remember that Shawn Michaels match being pretty good?" Mm-hmm. But it went too long. Yeah. Um, long, and the reason I feel like the reason it's a ten minute match, which isn't long, but it feels like it went long because every other match is fucking three minutes. So and it's a championship. Match. And it's a championship yeah. match, and it's Max Moon. You're not invested in Max Moon. You ever think Max Moon is gonna fucking win the match? So. Um, not that we think Damien Demento was going to do jack shit, right. but this match was just fun. Um, so I'm going to give Undertaker Damien Demento as well. Freaking Undertaker, he was in mid-entrance while they was announcing Damien Demento's name. That's how you know nobody gives a shit. Either that, <laughs> you got USA Network in the ear. Y'all motherfuckers got 
five <laughs> minutes. Hurry the fuck up. That's why you end the show with fucking Coco Beware and uh, crush Daniel Lorraine like he's getting yeah. ready for a match. Bobby Heenan trying to use the fucking elevator. Yeah. Uh, worst match of the night. Worst match. I mean, we, well, do we count the dark match? We didn't watch it. Nah, I'm, I'm going with the opening. Yeah, opening. That's fair. Yo, go on, Coco. Coco Beware. It was just... I mean, the like, most entertaining thing was watching Coco get fucking yeah. crushed. Yeah. I would say the same. Some giant Samoan's ass. Mm-hmm. But she's Samoan, by the way. You don't even look Japanese, you sick bastards. Uh, star of the night. <laughs> Wait, you're not Japanese? No. <laughs> oh, man. That's Roman Reigns, like, uncle. Oh, oh man. Yeah. A lot of people died in Pearl Harbor. Uh, so he in the bloodline, too. Okay, that's tough. Yeah, his blood's a little clotted, though. Acknowledge him. Cholesterol. <laughs> star of the night, you said? Uh, star of the night. Star of the night. I'll go... Uh, for, for the sake of the podcast, Shawn Michaels retained yeah. his championship. That's fair. Um, I want. I'm gonna give it to Rick Steiner. Yeah, he did beat the shit. He, he was pretty over too. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking barking and all that. Yeah. I probably give it to Shawn Michaels because he, he retained the title. He put on a good show, so it was all right. Who is the? Damn, I'm trying to think of someone I fucking hate right now. Ryback of the night. Ryback, JD <laughs> from New York, fucking Dave Meltzer of the night. Who was it? From Grimsley, Tennessee. Who was the shit stand of the night? The shit stand of the night. The cuck of the night. I mean, I, I would say the executioners, but I mean, it really wasn't bad. It wasn't really a bad car for anybody to say, oh, this guy sucked. There's mm-hmm. just a lot of stars being put over. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm, I'm going to say Damien Pretty much Demetra. the whole night. I'm going to yeah. say Damien Demetra fucking sucks. Demetra. No, no, I'm taking back. Rob Bartlett on commentary. That dude <laughs> sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. Sucks ass. Probably go with Damien. So. Um, spot of the night. <sighs> Man, that, probably that finisher from the with the uh, Steiner brothers. Yeah, that was. That, that was, was pretty crazy. Cool. He did throw his face in the damn turbo. <laughs> yeah. Big out, my dude. He, give, he had a big ass smile on his face, too. I'll say the spot of the night probably when um, Paul Burr had a hold back on the taker. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He got the motherfucker by his hair. He didn't even go light on. He pulled that bitch's hair, too. Undertaker, he stayed in character. Yeah, he stayed in character and everything. So. I can remember that dude. That motherfucker pulled my hair. I said, ah, shit. Hey, man. I wrote it down. <laughs> Spider Knight Palmer in the dead, man. Uh, I'm going to give it to, uh, I'm going to give it to that tombstone at the end. Didn't catch him. Dropped that motherfucker right on his neck. Broke that man's neck. That's what we like to see. Like threatening injuries. Uh, Box of the night. Look at Botch a worse moment of the night. I think it's interchangeable. Probably the rope when he fell and hit his neck. That's probably his one. Yeah. And they came out. I would say the same thing. Yeah. Was that Kamala? Was that Coco Beware? I forgot the whole Kamala thing. Uh, When he came out, he hit the guy. I don't know if he's supposed to fight the ring or not, but he kind of just hit the ropes and laid there and then rolled out. I don't know if you count that. I mean, he ate. I got that too. I forgot the whole Kamala segment. Just want to let in here. There's a whole segment where Kamala is like freed from his slave captors yeah. and joins a pimp named Slick, which is his name. That's crazy that we live in a world where I just said that sentence out loud. But yeah, it happened. And and like, Vince. Yeah. God damn it. It's a racist. <laughs> oh, man. What a world we live in. What world we live in. Yeah, uh, that was, I guess, overall great for the for the show. I'd say two and a half. I said that sounds solid. I can agree with that. Yeah, two and a half. Sometimes it makes you wonder how we made it 30 years. <laughs> First Raw, you know. 
if I'm, if I'm doing the first fall, you know, I'm going to stack that shit up. Yeah. Brett's going to be there. Mr. Perfect's there. Every, nope. He said, send out Damien. Damien. Coco B. Fucking executioners. Yeah, we need to get the executioners. <laughs> the Crush. And Damien. And Max Moon. We put Doink in the crowd, touching kids, and spraying water in their face. Everybody <laughs> left playoffs. Yeah. And let Doink go out there, smash away the face with cream pies. But nonetheless, January 11th, 1993, Monday Night Raw has been fucking completed. We're done with it. We ain't ever going to watch it again. It's over. It's a two and a half show. And uh, damn, man, that's been the Notice Qualifications podcast. Hell yeah. Vic, first time. How'd you like it? I mean, it's pretty straight. I enjoy watching the show and talking about it. It's pretty cool discussion. We promise you that we, we don't always watch this horse shit. <laughs> Generally, we like to watch shows that matter. Yeah. That have some spots to them. Some some there's some fucking meat on the bone. There's something to talk about. Oh yeah, not it's, some it's WrestleMania season. WrestleMania coming. We got Royal coming. Uh, stay tuned. We still got ECW. Yeah, we still got finished uh, ECW Living Dangerously 1998. That's where we are. Speaking of Living Dangerous, uh, cut name last. Okay. Uh, he, he's been found in Bridget, Tennessee. He's been not on the bones of his six month year old nephew, uh, Sebastian, and uh, Sebastian was conceived by two hillbilly fucks. They run a promotion. <laughs> They don't want to be separate wrestling again in Tennessee. But neither here or there. Uh, Let us hope you're doing good. Um, hopefully you're not in jail yet. If you're looking for him, he's a slim white man, beard, bald head. Listen to Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Neither is last. He's uh, presumed to be armed and dangerous. So law enforcement, if you're looking for him, please shoot the shit out of this man. No second questions. Don't ask any questions. Just to let you know, no DPQ podcast sent you to capture this sick fuck. On the Royal Rumble that year, in 93 anyway. 93, Royal Rumble. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to brain muscles. Uh, was more, yeah. The winner was Yokozuna. Oh, okay. So Macho Man was in there, Crush was in there, Doink. Most motherfuckers were on the show tonight, and then probably about 15, 15 other random bitches. Okay. But yeah, uh, that, that, was, that was that was that Royal Rumble 93. If you want us to review that show, let us know. Because we can. Rumble's creeping up. We can always do that as well. If you love us, don't recommend us to do that show. And do something more action-packed. Because we love you as well. I don't know. In 93, it was a wild year. The bitches were everywhere. <laughs> it was. paying people off. Oh, yeah. That's really every year. Oh, and before we go, on a more somber note, general note, uh, rest in peace to Jay Briscoe. Um, it's a sucky-ass situation. So, um, you know, thoughts, condolences out to his family. And, and those that knew him were affected by his death, which seemed to be pretty much the entire wrestling community. Yeah, uh, we never watched a lot of Briscoe stuff on the podcast, but I mean, when someone dies and they're thirty-eight years old with two daughters, yeah, the kids more so. Yeah, kind of goes above wrestling, in 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 our opinions of it at least. But um, on a, on a higher note, we'll review will be out pretty soon whenever the show airs and. We'll have a bunch of more shit coming out for you guys. We're, uh, we're back on that grind. So uh, thank you guys for listening and use that promo code. It's been Nose Qualification Podcast. Thank you. Fuck off. Yeah. Peace. Have a good day.